Hello, and welcome to Plant Powered Buddhist Podcast, where we are learning to turn our eating habits into a spiritual practice. I'm Sensei. I want to welcome you from wherever you're listening in the world. I also want to say a heartfelt thank you to all of my followers, my supporters, my clients, and my students. Without your support, I simply couldn't do what I do. I'm excited about today's episode, so with no further ado, let us begin. Hello, and today I want to talk to you about a subject that has to do with eating that has been mired in, you know, kind of myth and rules and fads for a long time, and that is how many calories should you be taking in each day? And so there's a lot of information based upon weight and height and other factors where people say, you ought to, the average so-and-so, average man or woman, etc., ought to be eating X amount of calories per day. And for some time in my life, like many people, I followed that or tried to as best I could. But by my late 20s, I started to realize, and probably a little bit before then, that these general standards are just simply not workable for me. So I've been a very active person my whole life, martial arts and football and sports. And so I always noticed that whatever the general standard was recommended, that of course, as an athlete, that I had to eat more in order to keep my energy, keep muscle, all these other things. But even as time went on and those things became less a part of my life, I always continued to move. I still continue to do martial arts and yoga. So there's always movement in my life, and I'm thankful for that. But what I really want to focus on is just this notion of calories. And oftentimes, people are so fixated on this that they don't realize that they can be doing themselves harm by either not having enough calories or having too many calories. Now, in the case of those who eat Western diets, what I find is that it's mostly the case of too many calories and on top of it, too many terrible calories. (laughs) That is, you're eating an immense amount of calories and unfortunately, they're not even good for you type of calories. So calories are just energies of unit, uh, uh, units of energy, excuse me. And so if you're loading yourself up with, you know, a lot of calories that are empty, you're actually doing more harm than good for yourself. There's no way that you should be able to consume something in one meal, 2000 calories and still be hungry even the rest of the day. That's just my opinion. But that's what happens. A lot of these fast food restaurants and and even not fast food restaurants, if you look at the caloric content, you'd be shocked. You think to yourself, hey, I'm eating a salad and, you know, this is probably, you know, 300 calories. No. And lo and behold, it's 900 or 1200 calories. 
because of what's in it. And unfortunately, a lot of it is loaded with sodium and uh, fat from the dressings and etc. So the point is, is that there's, there's one aspect of this that is how many calories and then what type of calories. And so I can tell you that for years, I do not, I have not and do not measure or keep count of my calories. I just simply don't. And the reason why I don't do that is because of my attention, my mindfulness about eating also allows me to know with specificity what type of energy gives me enough, let's say, power to get through the day. And I know what foods do that for me. And so for myself, it's never a question of counting how did I get enough calories? Is this too many calories? Let me read the label for the calories. I mean, fortunately, I don't have to read many labels because, you know, I primarily eat raw, 75% raw, and everything else is grains, etc. So the only question that I ask myself, and it's one that's raised by my biology, it's not even a mental thing, it's like, do I have enough energy? That's a different question to ask yourself than have I gotten enough calories? Because again, we've already said that you can get more than enough calories that are recommended by XYZ uh, doctor, physician, nutritionist, and still be extremely tired, be weak, don't have the energy to work out, don't have the energy to uh, tend to your kids, all of these things, don't have the energy to exercise. And yet, Myself, I keep no track of the calories. But the way I know that I don't have enough calories is simply by how I feel. So if I'm feeling really tired for no reason, that I got good enough sleep, that I'm exercising, uh, that I'm meditating and doing all the things to take care of myself, and if I still feel tired, I know the only issue could be is that I'm not getting enough calories. So that rarely ever happens to me. But we all have times where our days get really busy and you may be running here and there, appointments, whatever the case may be, errands. And oftentimes what happens is you forget to eat or you keep telling yourself after I complete this next task, then I'll eat, right? And then you find out that you're actually at your wit's end and that's when you go for the fast food or some other type of junk food. But my point here today is that I want you as part of your practice to start to free yourself from the, the, the jail, the prison of the quote unquote experts. And please don't take this as me saying that experts in the healthcare industry and sector are of no use. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is that there's a great deal of reliance that you may be putting on healthcare professionals that you yourself can fill that space because you occupy that body. No one should know that body better than yourself. 
But where that will not be the case, that is where you will not know yourself better than anyone else, is when you're not conscious about your eating habits, about your health, about your sleep. So that should be the only case. But if you are diligent about your practice and you're following along and trying to apply some of the things that I cover in my podcast, then this won't be you. You should have a certain level of awareness. So awareness is one level. Part two to this is trust. First, there must be awareness and then there must be trust. And trust in what? Trust in yourself, that you know what that body needs, that you understand what that body needs. And it's really a freeing type of feeling when you're not counting calories. Because if you gauge by how much energy you have or don't have, then that brings a presence of focus. It also brings a sense of trust because you can look inside and say, how do I feel? I mean, that's, that's the measurement. How do you feel right now? And as you examine what type of calories your body is taking in, I assure you that your energy output will be commensurate with that. So if you're filling yourself with junk food and you know, fast food and other kind of similar types of food, then you should expect that your energy is going to be low. You should expect that because, you know, garbage in, garbage out is what they say, right? But if you are eating nutrient-dense food, not only will you probably need less food, but your energy output will be exceptional. And so there are so many things that play into this idea of calories and how much food to eat and and uh, even on the level of kind of gender dynamics as it relates to men, it's something really interesting. Uh, you know, men are raised to believe somehow that if they're not consuming a bunch of meat, that they are less of a man or not so macho, not so strong, etc. Now, today, there are so many athletes that are fully plant-based that have disproved that, world-class athletes. Um, I won't go into naming all of them, but please go online and you can see for yourself. World-class athletes that are fully plant-based, that are performing at the top of sports and fully plant-based. But certain things... Like, you're more manly if you eat more meat, right? It has to do with protein and being strong and all these other things. So we have to be able to see through all of this marketing, see through all of the propaganda. And the way you see through that is to tune in, not to tune out. <laughs> tune in to your body. Tune in and, and know Hey, when I eat this, I notice my body responds this way. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for me? 
when I eat this, I notice that I get this amount of output. Let me give you an example. There is a smoothie that I can make in the morning. I usually have a smoothie every morning. But there's a particular one that I feel like if my day is going to be really busy and I may not have time to uh, take kind of my mid-morning, what I call my mid-morning breakfast, I rise pretty early in the morning, so I usually end up eating twice, uh, two small things, a, a small meal and a smoothie, but the smoothie is usually the first thing in the morning after my movement practice. In any case, this particular smoothie I can make, and I know that after drinking this, that I will not be hungry for at least another three hours. Literally, I start to go through my day and it'll be three hours before I even start to say, hmm, I think I'm starting to get hungry. Now, this smoothie is loaded with wonderful nutrient-dense foods. And so this is an example of something that not a huge proportion, it's not a huge plate filled with, you know, proteins of this or that. There's protein in it for sure, because protein is absolutely important. But my point is, when you start to tune in to what foods do to your body specifically, then you become a master of the energy and the energy output of your body. So I'm going to encourage you to really begin to shift away from counting calories and shift more into an energetic assessment of where you are. Ask the question, how do I feel right now? Not am I hungry, but how much energy do I have right now? Because if you ask only the question, am I hungry? Most of the time, because of habit, you'll just say yes. A lot of people eat all the time. They eat all day. They can just finish eating lunch, come back to work, and someone says, hey, I have these cookies. Would you like to try one? And you say, sure, and you start to eat it. <laughs> or, hey, we've got some chips in here to do, well, whatever. But my point is, like, you just got done eating, and just because food is presented in front of you, you decide to eat it. That will not happen when you start to realize what your energetic output is and what it requires to maintain that. And so your calories will naturally be adjusted and customized to your lifestyle. If you're a stay-at-home parent, if you're a corporate, you know, <laughs> corporate warrior and everything in between, an athlete, etc., there's going to be certainly, this is true, a certain level of caloric intake that is going to be necessary for you to perform. So a world-class athlete's caloric intake is going to be exponentially more than the non-athlete, right? So we're not saying here that everyone requires the same uh, level of caloric intake. But what I am saying is that if you only are focusing on how many calories you're taking in, you're really missing the boat. That is a very kind of non-aware approach 
to energy maintenance and management. And so I want you to start to shift away from this caloric measurement and more into energy management and regulation. What foods can I eat? What foods do I eat to maintain my personal optimal level of energy output? That's what you need to focus on. And this, in turn, will start to impact directly your food choices. Okay? So I can give you an example. I love a great vegan donut. <laughs> I love glazed donuts. And I can tell you that I recall a time when I would eat a donut and love it as it's going down, but have a, such a drain afterwards, right? It's the sugar impact going up and down. And so you need to really become conscious about what it is you eat and the after effects. So I know if I have a nice two, two cups or whatever of lentils, some quinoa and maybe some other type of vegetable that I can, that really energizes me. <clears throat> Excuse me. That really energizes me. There are several different smoothies that I make that I know give me great energy. And so I tend to eat those foods that for my personal body respond in a certain way. Like for some people, I've seen that oats specifically oatmeal, makes them sleepy, right? And so people will have this debate, you know, don't eat oatmeal, do eat oatmeal. Well, how does it affect your body should be the measurement stick, not other people's opinions. How does it impact your body? For me, when I eat oatmeal, it's great. I feel full, I feel satiated. Um, you know, I cut up some fruit, put that on there, or maybe throw some different types of nuts, etc. And it works great for me, but it may not for someone else. For someone else, it may actually make them sleepy. I don't drink alcohol. That's just my personal choice. And I can tell you in part, it's because, for example, uh, wine makes me very sleepy. <laughs> so, you know, if someone offers me uh, a glass of wine, in my mind, it registers as, do you want to go to sleep right now? Right. And I'm, I'm really weak. I mean, I, a quarter glass of wine or something like that. And I'm ready to lay on the couch. So I notice for me that it is not productive to my energy output. So it is one of the reasons why I abstain. So that said, I want you to begin to maybe just keep a little list. And this is a way to do it. Just put a little post-it note or flashcard on your refrigerator or maybe use your phone, use the notes app in your phone. And after you eat a, a certain meal or some food, observe how you feel for like, you know, 30 minutes afterwards, right? Just as you eat and maybe you start to drive and go here or there, just take notice and then just put some kind of symbol, some kind of recognition of how that 
energy from that food is affecting your body. For example, you might just say high energy, low energy, seems neutral, right? Just very basic. You don't want to make this arduous, but you do want to be conscious. And so again, I'm going to say to you, start to move away from counting calories and asking the question, what is my energy right now? What, is it, what does it feel like right now? Not am I hungry, but what is my energy level? And I'm telling you that energy level, sleep and exercise aside, will have a lot to do with the food that you're eating. And this is yet another way for us to make our eating conscious, to spiritualize our eating habits, is only to become more conscious, more refined. And this is another level of refinement. It's easy to do, and I'm telling you, the payoff from it is enormous because you may discover, and I'm probably sure you will, that something that you really like to eat is actually draining your energy, draining you. You may feel good emotionally about it, right? But what it's doing to you in terms of energetic output is not to your benefit. So please give this some thought, practice, and begin to trust yourself in a way in which perhaps you never have before. Until next time, peace and blessings.